Welcome to Pediatric Dentistry from A to T, the podcast that covers all aspects of pediatric dentistry, clinical, business, wellness for dentists, and leading edge science. It's all right here. And now your host, Dr. Jared Johnson. Dr. Jared here joining you again for another episode of Pediatric Dentistry from A to T. And today I just wanted to speak a little bit about why pediatric dental seminars, why dental education matters to me, because a lot of people think of speaking and being a KOL and they think about doing it for the money. And really, there's if you look at it, there's not much money. You'll make more as a dentist at your office than going about the country and speaking to various groups. My journey uh, to pediatric dental seminars really started when I was in residency, and it starts with the why. And when I went to residency at UNLV, we learned a lot about MTA and calcium silicates, and at the time we were using ProRoot MTA, and we were finding that Dr. Lemon, an endodontist, was using new techniques with these bioceramics that were allowing us to avoid root canal therapy in kids. And I got a handful of cases under my belt. And as dentists, as we all know, when we're trying something new, we always are a little skeptical. Something latest and great comes out, and it's oftentimes it's a disappointment, and you don't want to be the early adopters. But this was something that I really bought into, and I took on every case that I could. And I started seeing these kids come back at the end of my residency program with their recalls. And seeing the work and the power of these techniques and materials. And I just thought, this should be the standard of care. This is where we need to go as pediatric dentists. This is an awesome thing to help our patients out. Help us be more successful clinicians. And vital pulp therapy is probably my number one topic to to speak on, to be honest with you. But I knew I had to share this with the world. Because... It's an amazing thing to be able to tell a mom there's a chance your tooth, your child's tooth may need a root canal, but there's a 90% chance that we could avoid that with this procedure and be more conservative and then have it work out. And it's not the way a lot of dentists practice. I was at a lecture, giving a lecture in California, and one of the attendees said, well, that's all great, but I enjoy doing the root canal. And that's really not in the best interest of our patients or these young kids. It's it's about conserving the pulp. And so in residency, as at the tail end of it, I thought, well, I, I need to share this with the world. So how do I get out there and help educate other dentists that may not know about this these techniques? And I ended up putting in, a, in for a string of pearls at the CSPD and... They actually accepted my abstract. I don't know why they would accept an abstract from a resident who's got zero experience speaking, but they did, and I got a chance. It was uh, Dr. Jonathan Lee out there was on the at the time, and he gave me a chance, and I got 15 minutes to take the stage. And I don't know why anyone would want to come listen to me. I had zero experience speaking. I just had my knowledge to share, which was interesting. And the presentation, it was a start. I've gotten better at speaking. I'm still working on it. There's a lot of things that I I still have to learn about going about telling stories and cutting down on filler words and not speaking so fast because I just get so excited sometimes. And I 
after that, at that CSPD in Dana Point, I decided to how to carry this on. And it's really a noisy world out there with the KOLs. But when I look back at some of the things I've learned with listening to Ben Nempton at the APD last year, take moonshots because there are very few people competing for the hardest things to do. So it's actually the easiest thing to do. Um, it's kind of how it, when I look back on it, it's kind of how I look at it. And I'm going to be mentoring a group uh, through pediatric dental seminars. If you want to be a part of it, please reach out to me. Uh, that will be coming later this year to try to move some new speakers into being KOLs and give everyone an opportunity to share the knowledge that they have and the, and the passion. So I ended up reaching out to Dentaltown and said, can I do a program for you? And I had my cases from residency. It wasn't great. Not very long recalls. And they took me up on it and we started a relationship there. And from working with Dentaltown, I started to get noticed by a few other companies. And it, I mean, I think my first check from Dentaltown for my course was like, I don't know, probably like a hundred bucks. And I ended up getting a waffle maker I wanted with it, which was great, a reward for a goal I, I accomplished. And now I get checks around $18 every quarter. So it's not, like I said, lucrative, but it gave me a start. And I ended up seeing if I could submit some articles to their magazine, to Dentaltown that gets mailed to everyone. And I ended up writing, I think, four or five. And we got another one coming up here in March. Excited to share that one with you. So I picked that up hot off the press here this month. But with all this work, you start to get noticed by these companies. And companies want dentists to speak for them so they can help market their product, but also share knowledge. And I've been fortunate to work with quite a few companies. I was able to work with Sprig. USA, Sprig Oral Health Technologies. I was able to work with Septodont. Now I work a lot with SDI. And it's been growth, but it's been hard work. And the more and more that you do, the more and more you get noticed, which is what I found to be, has me, made me successful. But you also have to branch out on topics too. And I know it might sound like, you know, pediatric dentistry, it's so simple. Nothing's really changed too much since we started practicing, uh, but it has a little bit. And you can't discredit the knowledge that you have if you want to pursue this, if you want to become a KOL. Your knowledge is valuable. Think of all the things in prosthodontics that we don't know as pediatric dentists, even though that's so basic to them. So as you being a specialist, you are an expert in that area and don't discredit or disvalue some of the simple tips that we know because not every general dentist works with kids all the time and they don't get that experience that you had in your residency program to be able to know how you can sometimes flip an upper left maxillary molar and put it on the lower right primary first molar. Those simple tricks are things that you can share with the world to make them better clinicians and don't ever discredit your knowledge or your expertise just because you think someone won't value that. Sometimes it's the most simple things that we overlook that can make us more successful. And I am really excited to continue on my journey with pediatric dental seminars. And I hope, you know, getting some people in these hands-on courses, I know I can teach a lot of general dentists to be better working with kids. And there's a lot I think I have to offer to pediatric dentists, but I'm really excited to, what really disappoints me is when I get a kid 
that is somewhat cooperative in the chair, and the general dentist could have treated them at their office with the same technique that I'm going to use that day and increase their production and then free that spot up for me to treat a more challenging case, a kid that really needs to be in my chair instead of one that is so simple, which is a nice break for me, but I would rather utilize my skills to serve kids in my community that have a need. And that's when I'm so excited to move forward with teaching. And I also love with this, the relationships that I get to build with different people, learning so much from what others have to offer. And I really can't wait to get this group in to help coach them to be KOLs, to share their love, share their word, spread that with all of us. Because everyone that I've met through this educational process and becoming an educator in the field, I've learned so much. And I think there's so much more that I can learn. And there's so much more for me that this company can help the world learn. And it's not going to come easy. I got a lot of work to do. I don't have any working for me. It's just me working on my own on all this right now. But I hope we can bring a nice crew of inspiring individuals together to share more knowledge with our community. And I just, to close, I just want to share one more thing. I forgot to share this. We went to an ADA success speaker. I speak to dental students. We went to a coaching session with the ADA. And Catherine Jasnick came, and she's coached us before, and we did it virtually, and now we're doing it in person. And she had us get up in front of everyone and give a speech, a part of the presentation we're going to be given, and she gave us criticism. And this is in front of 20 other big names, speakers that intimidate me, just meeting them, just so blessed to have met them. But what I realized is the story that our minds make, I listened to Mindset on the way in, um, or Mind Shift. And that was a story I created in my head. What if I changed that one word from criticism to feedback? She's going to give you feedback, not criticism. We, I created the criticism story in my head. And I think a lot of times we need to step back and look at the story that our minds create and be able to change that and take a worldview. Because I was just in the hour the other day and the anesthesiologist saw someone at the store buying like five things, gallon jugs of apple juice. And she said, well, I'll be seeing you tomorrow. And I said, well, I said, stop. That's the story you created just from this mind shift that we're having. And I said, what if she's going to go make cleaning solution with that? You don't know what she's going to do. And she said, you're right. You know, it's the story that we create in our minds. So that was the last thought I wanted to share with you. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit more when I come back on the next solo episode, a little bit more about the hall crown and the hall technique and demystifying some of the things that are out there in some opinion pieces, which I'm excited to, to try to dispel those. And then also hoping to bring back some more exciting guests onto the show. I have a few lined up that I can't wait for you to see. Thank you for listening to Pediatric Dentistry from A to T. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a future episode. For more information or to connect with Dr. Johnson, visit us online at www.pediatricdentalce.com. For more tips and tricks, follow Pediatric Dental Seminars on Facebook and Instagram. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.